Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey everybody, welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. Happy New Year as we get into one of the first shows of the new year. Today we're going to be talking about the Steam Box and what it means for everybody, and especially PC gaming. Are gamers going to embrace this new strange thing? Uh, yet another box they want us to sit by our uh, by our uh, television. <laughs> so joining me today is uh, Neil and Shella, uh, both of you uh, coming at this from slightly different um, perspectives. Uh, welcome to the lounge today. Thanks for having me. Uh, so. What happened was uh, basically we've been we've been hearing rumors about it was kind of funny and Shella wrote an excellent article on on this so Shella we're gonna, we're going to let you go first but basically what what happened was uh, we had um, uh, there's been rumors about this this Steam box that Valve may or may not have been creating which is you know for a while now and it's basically uh, as we understand it it's basically uh, a tiny computer that uh, sits basically beside your television and allows you to connect to steam and play pc games at pc game levels which means that uh pc gamers basically like to have their graphics all maxed out and everything like that so and be able to do that but to easily connect it to your television so you're not confined to to playing on your monitor although i, I suppose you could hook it up to your monitor um but if you're going to all the trouble to get a steam box I don't know. I would hook it up to my t- to my TV, but that's just me. Um, so then at CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, uh, this company XI3 uh, came out with uh, came out with what everyone thought was the Steam Box because Valve had um, put uh, money into them. They came out with this thing called the Piston, and everyone was like, "This is it. This is the Steam Box." And then Gabe Newell, who's the president of Valve, had to had to come up and say, "No, no, no, it's not." <laughs> there will be a Steam Box, so we kind of got confirmation that there is going to be a Steam Box, but this isn't it. So it it was interesting um, that he kind of got outed by his <laughs> by his own product. Um, but Shelly, you were the one that picked up on this. Are you have you been monitoring this? Are you are you one of those people that are uh, excited about uh, the concept of something like a Steam Box? Um, I hadn't heard anything. I hadn't been on my radar at all, um, and I just saw it in the sort of um, CES headlines stuff that came out of the show um i thought it was really exciting um because it gives you an up upgradable pc level console um and i thought well yeah that's a bit of a game changer so i thought it was really exciting um uh yeah so yeah i mean i wasn't um, kind of flummoxed or anything when they said, no, we are actually doing our own Steam box. I thought, oh, okay, that's an interesting way to do it as well. Um, you know, that it's kind of got this open license on, you know, being able to make your own Steam box. Um, you know, they've got lots of partnerships, I think, in the pipeline for people to be able to make uh, the box however they like, whatever, whatever they want in it. Um, Right, and then, and then there'll be the official yeah. Valve Steam box, I guess, that, that comes out. Now, the the one that came out at um, the one that was well introduced at CES uh, is going to be. I mean, it's a, it's a powerful little box. It's it's tiny. It's a little cube, um, but it's it's four ninety nine. So you know, kind kind of a little bit on the expensive mm-hmm. side. But I don't know like how they're going to create I mean you know Valve is smart and Valve is going to do some stuff. They're going to use Linux as the operating system. 
Um, although they said, you know, you can put Windows on it if you want, but their Steam box is going to run on Linux. And I prob- they probably do that to get around the Microsoft licensing fees. It's probably just a cost issue. Because I think their biggest challenge is going to be, as a PC gamer, like, like for example, like Todd Hargosh, he told me how great Far Cry was on the Xbox, you know, and, you know, I'm like, oh, let me take a look. And I'm like, eh. You know, it looks good, but then I'm like, here, take a look at it running on um, this uh, this uh, Falcon Northwest Tiki box with, with all the settings set at Ultra. And, I mean, it's like, oh, my God, it's, like, freaking yeah. real. You know, when the leopard charges you, you're like, it's like a real leopard charging you. So if I could get that level of, of graphics on my television, mm. you know, as opposed to on my computer mm. monitor, that would, be, that would kind of be an upgrade for me. But I don't know if you'd be able to... I mean, the Tiki box, I'm, I, I'm just borrowing it. I'm actually mm-hmm. reviewing it, so that's why I have one. It, I mean, it's a $4,000 computer. So, <laughs> you know, I don't think people are going to pay four grand for a Steam box. No, but you're still going to get better and upgradable graphics as opposed to a five-year life cycle of a, of a console. But you're going to be able to get it for mm-hmm. less than a PC. Um, you'll pay initially more than a console, but you'll be able to upgrade, which you can never do with a console. So, you know, it has, ah. I think that's quite cool benefits that a lot of people might want, you know, the sort of pixel, <laughs> the pixel junkies. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, so when your graphics start to get a little long in the tooth, you, you upgrade, you, you upgrade yeah. your steam box and then you're able to keep, you're able to keep playing. That's, that's yeah. interesting. And, and so, Huh, I don't, I don't know, what, what do you think? Neil, I know you've got quite a few, you've got quite a few Steam games. I mean, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Steam, just very briefly, because there are people that hate Steam, um, for various, for various reasons. But, but Neil, you've got quite a few, you've got quite a few games on Steam, but you, you play them on your laptop, right? Right. Uh, with both Steam and the Steam box, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm kind of mixed. I mean, I see, like, the Angle Warshaw is coming from, of, of, hey, you got all these build-up graphics. They look real. You know, you can upgrade it. But at the same time, and this just comes from me. I've never been a hardcore PC gamer. I've been console my entire life. It's the fact that if I buy a game off of Steam, I beat it in two days. I can't trade it in. I can't sell it. It sits there. In fact, of all the games I have, about 15, 16-something games on Steam – only one is actually still installed in my computer. Oh, the rest are just you own right. them, but they, they, they sit there. They're not right, installed. Right, and it's just like I, I'm one of those people where I don't believe spending money on games that I can't do anything with. I, I don't I, I don't like that. And with the Steam box, yeah, you can probably outlive a console, but at the same time, you do have to look at console exclusives because I'm – Especially without a Windows, uh, Microsoft license, I'm pretty sure Gears won't be coming to PC. Unless, unless Epic mm. decides, hey, we're gonna do this whether you like it or not. But regardless, I mean, yeah, Gears is a good game and all, but if I, let's say I get Gears of War Judgment when it comes out for Steam, I, I beat it in two or three days and then what? It's like, it's just collecting dust in my computer. True, true. As opposed to if you if you'd bought the disc, then you you take it back. Although the way uh, some of Shella's articles, uh, also it looks it looks like there might not be uh, a retail no, market. Because I mean, so like <laughs> the, the issue for you, Neil, is that you don't have a physical product. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I think you know 
I think whether we like it or not, that's the way things are going to go, isn't it? Is that we're not going to have a physical product anymore, especially if they decide that we can't even trade our games anyway. <laughs> right. But I mean, you know, I, I, if they I, kind I, of build that into the next generation console that there is no trade. Trade-ins. I, I'd rather not expedite that process, especially because I'm going to be honest, I'm not quite sure how that's going to... Uh, because we all know so, from your article, Sony's filed the patent. Microsoft has filed one similar, but not quite as bad. Mm. Well, yeah, they looked at the just, – just so if, if our listeners – if this is the first time you've heard this, they're, they're basically – and who knows? There's a lot of pre- – I, I almost suspect that the whole thing about killing the retail market, I, I almost think the way that the information was released – well, the one was a, 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 somebody yeah. found the patent that Sony filed. That's how that came out, and that was – a patent that they filed like a year yeah. ago too, because if you've ever if you've ever been to a patent office, there's like a billion patents that get filed. That's why if you go to file a patent, you don't you don't walk in and hand them your money and walk out with a patent. You you fill out the application and they give you a patent pending number, and then like five years later or whenever the office eventually gets around to examining it, they may award you a patent. So. So I could see why it took a year for somebody to find it, you know, the, the Sony one. The Microsoft one came out because a developer uh, leaked it to some, you know, basically the Microsoft representative went to the developer and said, and supposedly said, this is how we're going to design this console, and it got leaked to the press, and, and it was a big thing. But I almost wonder if Microsoft did that on purpose um, to leak it to see what the reaction would be. <laughs> And to see if they well to see if there was enough negative reaction where they weren't they they'll end up not doing it and then they can say oh that wasn't the plan you know whoever did that that was crap you know plausible deniability but they seem to be going at it from different angles if if they both do what they say what what we think they might do the PlayStation three or four I mean is is basically going to have a physical thing that when you put the disc in it locks it to your to your um, PlayStation network ID and you can never play that anywhere else except for on the except for on a PlayStation that's assigned to your ID. So you, you, theoretically you couldn't even take it to a friend's house, I guess, unless you signed in as yourself, maybe you'd be able to, but that's sort of a physical lock they're building in. I think Microsoft is just going to say there's no physical media. <laughs> there's just there's no disk drive or anything. And so nobody's going to make any games that come out on disk because the game the, the console won't have a disk drive. So there's there's different ways to get that. So so I, I I don't know. So Neil, let me ask you this then: if the consoles both come out and they both lock out any type of trade, then would that sort of negate your? I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't like it, but would that sort of mean that you know you'd be less afraid of buying the Steam Box because that would be the way the world works? I'm gonna be honest. I don't quite know. Because if it comes out and they want five six hundred dollars for something, I can't buy and sell the games for. I can't sell and trade games for. I may just run my Xbox 360 until it dies. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm dead serious. Just for the fact of, I don't like wasting money, and the and I used to be able to rationalize it of, hey, you know, I bought Gears of War three. I beat Gears of War three. Wait a minute, you know, this game looks really good. You know what? Get rid of Gears, get this game, try out another game. You know, hey, it's good. And it's, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like the only online thing. 
Yeah, I mean that's kind of the one thing. And and Shal, I don't want to turn the show into a whole question about on about you know used gaming because we we could do a whole show on that. We have done shows on that. But I mean the one thing that they don't factor in is what Neil just said. It's like um, the used games fuel. I mean the the industry's pissed because they don't get any money on the used game resale. But in a sense they do because a lot of guys like Neil are yeah. taking their Gears of War copy in, getting store credit and using that to buy another copy a full copy of it's another game a compl- you know such a simplistic um economic model that they're working by that is just a bit of a joke really it's like it's like how do you run a business if you don't realize that trade-ins and used fuels new <laughs> new sales like how how did how did you miss that well, I mean, it's it's like yeah. Well, I mean, I did, very few people buy a new car without trading yeah, in their old exactly. car, you know, because you need the money from the old car to be able exactly. to, to give. Yeah, so I mean, so, I mean, it's almost like they're trying to sell soap. They're like, well, here's your so- bar of soap, and then they'll use it, and it'll be oh, gone yeah. forever, and they'll have to come buy new soap. With, with the steam <laughs> you know, box, I mean, I I'm curious about it, and I like the I, I like the thought. Especially because <clears throat> Steam's games are normally cheaper. Mm-hmm. So, True. I mean, I'll be honest, I am a little bit curious, mm-hmm. but I would not want it as my primary system if there's something out there that plays discs. But nevertheless, Steam has, Steam has been good to me, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's just, I, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just worried about trying something completely new. <laughs> <laughs> He's afraid of change. <laughs> <laughs> just a little yeah I don't, I don't know it will well for me my situation is i have you know i have um uh at home my my personal uh gear is i have a i have a a ps3 and then i have um and then i have a, a decent gaming system i don't usually have the tiki <laughs> I, I have the tiki because i'm reviewing it and i'm going to hold on to it for absolutely as long as i can but even even without the tiki i have a decent system um for pc games and i find that um i play probably 90 percent of my stuff on the pc and and that's for a couple reasons one my wife is usually watching something on the television so i can't get to the playstation <laughs> to play anything and, and and two and is is you know i i think games look better on the on the pc and i guess maybe i'm a little bit of a pixel file or whatever <laughs> so i just i just like that when i when i play a game like um assassin's creed uh the the latest assassin's creed it's pretty fun on the on the playstation and I like it because the controls are easier and stuff. But when I when I play it on the PC with with the, everything maxed out, it's just like I mean you know I'll sit in a tree for like hours and just like, damn that really looks like the American countryside. I suppose I could go out of my house and walk around and see the American countryside for real. <laughs> why would I want to do Why would I want to do that? And if I could get those graphics to my to my television, um, you know, then I could move from a from a 30 inch screen to a um, whatever the stupid, ridiculous size the the TV screen is. So, you know, that that, that would be kind of cool. I think that's kind of where me and you are opposite, uh, John, because I barely touch games on my PC. Because normally I'm not used to having these nice systems. I mean, in recent memory, I don't remember not having a, a computer. I had to hit with a wrench to get it to work. So, <laughs> Maybe they they don't work because you do hit them with wrenches. <laughs> you know details, but I mean that's one of those things where I 
I don't know. It's, with PC gaming, it's just I don't do the high-end PC gaming. Never have. Uh, I, I just I never got into it. So maybe it's just why. Maybe I'm just too hard-headed to get the sales pitch of PC on your computer. Or PC on your TV. It's like, don't play PC. Try again. Well, I will say it is possible to, to, to hook your computer up to your television. I have a friend who's like an uber techie, and he, he has his high-end gaming system, and he has it running. He has a feed that runs into his HDTV. So he, he, you're, you are able to do it. I mean, the TV is, is basically a monitor. It's just most people don't because of the way their houses are set up or whatever, most people don't have their PC sitting beside their television. You know, it's not, it's not that kind of medium. Your, your PC is usually like in your office or whatever, or somewhere where you work. And then, you know, your, your TV is off in your den somewhere or something like that, or some other room or something like that. So, so, but it is possible to do. So, I mean, the steam box isn't really doing something that can't be done. I mean, I guess you would, you would just need an HDMI output you know, and plug it into your TV mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So, but I think it would be cool because I just I don't know I I think it would be neat from a PC gamer I I think it would be neat it but it would come to it would come down to price I think the box that they they announced that Shella wrote about for the the uh, the piston I think at four ninety nine I think it's a little expensive I think the Steam box for the Steam box to be and I get your argument Shella that you're paying a little bit more and you you get a longer console life but I think and we don't know we don't know how much oh, the PS4 it. and the Xbox 720 are going to cost they may be five hundred bucks because, too um how much were they at launch it was oh God do um, you remember uh. I mean, the Neil, do you PS3 know how much was around the £400 mark, I think wasn't it, was, it? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. you know, it's not that much of a stretch out of it. And also, there have been prices like $99 bandied about about these because there are going to be, mm-hmm. like, different grades of the different tiers of um, um, system. So... If, you know, if one of these little boxes is coming in really affordable and is upgradable, you know, I think that's quite interesting all of a sudden. Well, Steam could also sell them at a loss. I mean, I mean, if anyone has enough money to do that, it would be Steam. I, I would think that for Steam to lose money on every box that they sell, they could make up for that by the fact that they're bringing in a whole bunch of people that are going to be buying Steam games Probably almost exclusively yeah. through their Steam box. You know, they could make up their mind that way. I think most companies lose money on um, on their yeah. consoles anyway. I think I think Sony and Microsoft lose money on the consoles, and they hope to make yeah. it up on the games. So, so I don't know. All right. Well, uh, so uh, Gabe Newell didn't say when it was going to be out, uh, so we don't really we don't really know. But um, uh, let me ask you this as a final as a final question, um, and I'll start with you, Neil. Uh, what would the Steam Box have to be to tempt you to to actually purchase one? <sighs> Good question. <laughs> you want to think about it, and I'll ask Shella. Sure, pass. <laughs> pass. 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 Hit you with my little toy hammer. Pass. All right, Shella. What do you think? What? What? Are, when the Steam Box comes out, what? What is it? Because you know, you you have kind of a unique situation too. What? What? What is it? What's going to tempt you to pick up a Steam Box? Uh, I guess it'll it'll come down to price, um, pretty much, and uh, what the other players in the console market are doing. 
Um, I think it's probably more of a more interesting prospect for a PC gamer, which I'm not. I'm clearly a console gamer. So, you know, mm-hmm. I I don't even see these games maxed out to the, you know, I, I can't see <laughs> all the sort of, I don't know, textures and things that you guys get to see. So I can't even imagine how beautiful they do look because my PC is... Uh, d- don't ever look. Yeah, once, yeah once you I'll see just it, be dissatisfied forever. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really a graphics junkie at all. Um, so that doesn't bother me. It's more about narrative and gameplay for me. Um, but I think for PC gamers, the ability to be able to sit on your sofa must be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I miss my <Yeah>. couch. <laughs> must be pretty enticing. And I think it will come down to price. Um, but I suppose there are always those, I mean, there are people who pay ludicrous amounts of money. Like you say, your $4,000 tiki setup thing i mean you know there are people who like to play on what is essentially something that could run nasa so Mm -hmm. (laughs) i guess the the 499 box is gonna be you know like their little (laughs) weekend box or something (laughs) (laughs) their weekend box yes yeah yeah i feel like uh, when i'm playing the i feel like there's people like on the red carpet you know who are you wearing you know i'm wearing (laughs) a really expensive dress that i don't actually own Oh, this is vintage steam box. (laughs) It's damn nice to have, (laughs) if only for a while. So, Neil, okay, have you collected your thoughts? Yeah, go figure. John's computer can run NASA. Mine can run the game Asteroids. That's about it. (laughs) But I think what's going to be a deciding factor for me is what the specs of Microsoft's new system is, the new Xbox. I have been a diehard Xbox guy ever since my brother destroyed my first PlayStation. And honestly, for me, Xbox always takes priority. After that, as Shella mentioned, it does come down to price. Because, uh, I mean, if Xbox looks really, really great, but it's $900, I, I may have to take an alternative measure. Right, no, that to- that totally makes sense. I, I, I get that. All right, well, great. Well, thank you guys for uh, for joining us today here in the lounge. Um, let's see, you can reach us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash game industry. Of course, we're always at gameindustry.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter as Gin Lounge. We have a really cool feed. Everything that we do, pretty much everything that we do at Gin gets tweeted. Plus. So um, if you want to keep up. Can't forget about the Google Plus. Oh, and the Google Plus, yes, that uh, that Shella uh, shepherds for us for the most part, uh, the beautiful Google Plus, uh, which is pretty cool and actually gaining in popularity. So that's really I'm glad glad to see that. Um, believe it or not, Neil, we're also on Instagram and um, a couple other places. Um, so you know you can find us anywhere. Just look for Game Industry or GameIndustry.com. We'll be there. Uh, so Neil and Shella, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, in the lounge, and um, we'll be until next time. I guess uh, we probably won't have a Steam box by next time, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. And who who knows, Neil? Maybe if we get a review copy, I'll, I'll let you review it and turn you into a PC gamer. <laughs> uh, miracles can happen. <laughs> All right, take care, everybody. I'll see you next time right here at GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. Thank you.